0: The voice of reason, the voice of alarm, the voice of stats, the voice of scouts, the voice of Kool-Aid, the voice of dismay, the voice of Dave The movie Groundhog Day was never this good. But it sure feels good in 2014 having a real-life Groundhog Day in the form of the Kansas City Royals in the second half of the season. Welcome to another edition of Clubhouse Conversation. It's Dave O on your dish as the Royals once again take care of the Texas Rangers in convincing fashion. 6-3 to in a series and road trip that was supposed to go exactly how it has. When you wrote the script... As a Royals fan, this is exactly how you wrote it, with KC cleaning up against inferior competition and stretching its record and lead in the AL Central over Detroit. It's now at three games after Detroit split the day-night doubleheader up at Minnesota. The Royals move to 39-28 and on the road, which is tied with Baltimore for the second best in the entire major leagues. Only the Dodgers are better on the road than the Royals and Orioles. Royals 39 and 28 on the road. Dodgers forty and twenty-six. Casey also gains a game on Baltimore for that second seed in the AL, which could be very, very important. Come playoff time. We're about thirty-four games away, so we're not gonna even come close to putting this thing on toast yet. We're a long ways from that. Still a lot of baseball to be played. But it sure is looking good right now as things continue to go the Royals' way. And the longer this streak continues to go on and the Royals keep playing well and other teams keep having injuries such as Manny Machado going down yesterday and and Detroit with Justin Verlander, who hasn't even started his new contract yet, once again tonight, can't make it through six innings, gives up four runs. So, I mean, he's struggling. Anibal Sanchez still out. I mean, the Royals seem to have things going their way with other teams. The Angels lose. Richards going down. I mean, you just go on and on and on. And then the Royals are, most importantly, taking care of business in all facets of the game. Now, tonight we saw really all three of the main cogs pitching defense and offense. As we start off with pitching, Jeremy Guthrie absolutely fabulous again tonight. Eight innings, one run on five hits. Only struck out two, but also only walked a single guy. And the Rangers got their only run of the game, of course, on the very first pitch of the game as Shinsu Chu goes yard to right center off of Jeremy Guthrie. and But, I mean, after that, Jeremy Guthrie's final 110 pitches led to 24 scoreless outs. That's right, 110 pitches after that led to 24 scoreless outs as Jeremy Guthrie gets the win, moving to 10-10 and 10 with a 4-3-2 ERA. One thing I noticed tonight about Jay Guts was even more so than usual, he just really pounded the ball inside, was not afraid to go in on everybody tonight, commanded it, Just absolutely great tonight. Inside out, nice job. Him and Eric Kratz together, which leads us into defense. We talked about all facets of the game working tonight for the Royals. Defensively, Eric Kratz, the play of the night to me was him doing his Salvador Perez impersonation when he gunned down Leonis Martin in the fifth inning trying to steal second base from his knees. And really, I thought he threw out the runner later on in the next inning as well. That The replay didn't go in the Royals' favor, but I thought he was two for two, throwing out base runners. Two just blurs thrown down to second base by Eric Kratz. Also, we saw later in the game in the seventh inning, a nice catch for Jeremy Guthrie. Thanks to Alex Gordon out there in left field, even a tip of the cap to the traveling Royals party, which was was pretty good there again, as we've seen on this trip, the whole trip from Minnesota to Colorado and out of Texas. And defensively, the Royals got the job done again. Pitching and defense, great again tonight. What else is new offensively? The Royals only had one extra base hit, but it was a home run by Alex Gordon. And then three of their other five runs besides that were direct responses to the walk as the Royals drew four walks tonight. So somewhere Billy Bean is, you know, fist pumping, saying, I told you so. Extra base hits and walks. The Royals saw that ingredient worked together tonight into a delicious recipe if you're a Royals fan. And I thought Gerard Dyson had the most impressive night offensively for the Royals. A bases-loaded walk in RBI, and and he's done a, a much better job this year of taking pitches. There, there has been one pitch he's been prone to swinging at this year, and that's the high fastball out of the zone. He still swings at that pitch too much. But outside of that high fastball, we've seen him... Make great strides at laying off those breaking balls down and away, down in the dirt, which he would have swung at last year and the years before, maybe even earlier this year. He spits on those balls now. The, the high fastball still gets drawed from time to time, but he also hits some of them, too, so give him credit. Just playing great ball. Not only did he have that bases little walk to drive in a run, but also a key two-run out, two run RBI single against the tough lefty Alex Claudio as well. So, Gerard Dyson drives in three tonight with a, a walk and a hit. Low Kane two knocks, Alex Gordon of course, two knocks including that home run. The Royals now moved to 6 and 2 on this road trip and we said 6 and 3 coming in was the realistic goal. We of course said 5 and 4 was possible, 7 and 2 was possible, but 6 and 3 was the goal and the Royals already had that. They're 6 and 2 on the trip with a big advantage tomorrow. So you go for the jugular tomorrow now at this point. You have a 7 and 2 road trip, you come home for national TV, for ESPN, is it ESPN or ESPN2 on Monday night? Either way, they're playing the Yankees. It's on national TV on Monday. And, of course, you have the game on Sunday against Cleveland. So a couple of ESPN games in the next week for the Royals. You come home, though, with a win tomorrow with at least a three-game lead in the Central within a game and a half of Baltimore and 17 games over 500 is what you could be. Do you realize if the Royals win, if they get to like 18, 19 games over 500, they could literally play about 500 ball from that point forward and probably win the AL Central? That's how hot the Royals have been, and that's how high above 500 they are. In fact, the first time they've been 16 over in 20 years, 20-plus years since the strike season back in the summer of 1994. And like I said, tomorrow is a huge Royals favor, the matchup at least. Of course, the team versus team, the Royals have the huge favor on its own. But pitching-wise, I'm talking about. You've got Jason Vargas going against Scott Baker, and not the Scott Baker that just about no-hit the Royals a few years back. Not that Scott Baker. This Scott Baker hasn't started a game for Texas in nearly two months. So uh, on the year, just 61 innings out of Baker. He's 1-3 with the 5.75 ERA. So not a guy that you would expect to go more than five innings tomorrow against the Royals. Just 61 innings so far this year out of Baker. So another great matchup tomorrow for the Royals. I believe they sweep and get the job done. I believe they'll get a seven and two trip and come home with at least a three-game lead over Detroit and 17 games over 500. Hopefully the Royals can sell out, you know, three of these ten games in the homestand and draw 30,000, five or six of the ten games in the home stand. The Royals, by the way, have a decent chance at getting to two million fans this year for the first time since the early 90s. I believe 91 was the last year that they did that. But they can get that done if they can average around 26,000 fans the rest of the way each game, and you figure there might be a, a pretty decent chance, even with the kids back in school, the way the Royals are playing, and especially with Detroit coming in later on and Boston for a weekend series. A lot of bandwagon Boston fans from Overland Park. Although I wonder if some of those Overland Park Boston fans who have never been to Boston before that swear they love the Red Sox, I wonder if a few of those have turned their Red Sox gear in for Royals gear. Do we, do we want that or not? Is that kind of a slap in the face to us? I mean, I guess we do want that. We want more money and more fans for a higher payroll and more of a home field advantage, but it kind of just makes you giggle a little bit. These fans, quote unquote, of the other teams that have never left the Kansas City city limits. So anyway, uh, that's about it for tonight. Once again, I want to continue to give Dayton Moore and Nedios credit. We can't say it enough. I mean, really, I mean, you have to give these guys credit. The players in the field doing it too, but one thing about Ned Yost tonight, what did he do there in the ninth inning to give Greg Holland a night off? I mean, Holland was getting hot out there in the pen, but he went out to Aaron Crowe. Could have pulled him. as a safe situation. Said, Basically, in my opinion, probably just said to him, are you going to get this freaking guy out or not? And Crowe said, yep. And he said, okay, go get him. I'm sick of this. Got him out. Royals win. So a nice job by Ned of, of sparing Greg Holland, of getting Aaron Crowe through that ninth. Give him some credit there. I mean, he continues to put the right guys in the lineup they're producing. His team's loose. They're playing good. The, obviously, the, the attitude in the clubhouse is we're going to win. We're better than everybody else. We can get this done. We're not going to back down against anybody. you got to have some swagger, and the Royals have it right now. Just a very exciting time. To watch the Royals. Now, we'll be back again here on Monday on Clubhouse Conversation. We'll have kind of a slam day tomorrow, so we'll not be with you tomorrow here on The Dish, but The Dish returns on Monday here on Clubhouse Conversation, and like I mentioned yesterday, I've got a lot of exciting interviews coming up in the next two weeks here as well on Clubhouse Conversation. So enjoy the game tomorrow. We'll be back back with you following that Yankees game on Monday here on Davos Dish with Clubhouse Conversation. Go Royals!